Hey everybody, I am Alex and with me is Johnny or Compton or Johnny Compton, whatever you want to say. We, we can just go with Compton. Okay, let's go with Compton and that sounds better. That's probably what you're going to end up Yeah, I'm going to end up calling you Colin Compton anyways. Yeah, yeah so um, so this is the first episode of our movie review channel or our movie review show. We're not sure what to call it yet. I'm thinking it's uh, Compton and Alex's movie review but uh, that's that's you know. Well the, well, the other day you said something like, uh, "So you think you're a movie critic?" Oh yeah, so you think you're a movie critic? I, I like that. Okay, so let's go with that. So uh, let's start over again. I'm not going to edit this out at all. Hey, welcome so to, to you think you're a movie critic? I am Alex, and with me, uh, as always, or will be always, is Compton. Compton, say what's up. What's up, y'all? How y'all doing? Hope y'all enjoyed whatever day this is. Yeah, whatever day you're listening, listening to. Yeah, hopefully you're at work. I started like going into like I'm hosting like open mic mode. Like I used to like do that. Like <laughs> so I go like, hope y'all enjoy your night. Like, what am I gonna say? Like, yo. Yeah, yeah, right. Take your bartender <laughs> for the podcast. Like, yeah. like <laughs> three dollar shots, three dollar you call it for the next hour. Yeah. Titty dances upon titty dances upon titty dances. Ten dollar titty dances for the next hour. Please welcome Shawnee to the stage. Shawnee. Yeah. Um, so the concept of this podcast, we talked about it. Uh, I am, I'm Tiny from the Chris and Tiny Show. And so I had Compton on a couple weeks ago, a couple episodes ago. And you guys probably hear us on the same channel, so you know what I'm talking about. We started talking about movies. And we started talking about the kind of ridiculousness that – movies go through to get to you know the actual story and when and what brought this up was robocop and the fact that robocop had um an achilles tendon um and which that, is still hilarious yeah it's just forever hilarious that, that's it's the it's the 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 minute details yes that and robocop is a classic yeah it's, it's an excellent movie it, right it still doesn't make any sense for him to have an exposed metallic achilles tendon right which I never thought about until you pointed it out. I just always, I for some reason, I always noticed it. And even as a kid, I was like, that, yeah, why does he have an Achilles tendon? Well, now I can't unsee it, is the thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now it's just like, man, like Robocop's walking around with his just giant exposed Achilles yeah, tendon. This, giant, super vulnerable. Right? You know, and, and hopefully there's, there's no use for it, but what if there is? You know, what if it's truly like. It's just super easy to cripple Robocop. Yeah, like, right. Nope, everybody it, should be targeting that. Like, oh my God. Yeah, it, it, and you know, slashes Achilles. Yeah, <laughs> that's basically what it is. <laughs> you know, sw- yeah. Sw- swipe oh. the Achilles, and Robocop's like, "Damn it, saw again." You know, and then you know it's a real expensive part too. It's like forty thousand dollars. Yeah, <laughs> it's a forty thousand expensive one. Yeah, it's a forty thousand dollars. Why does this cost more than my CPU? <laughs> like, I don't know, man. We weren't thinking about the design, but now, right? If you were running a fucking DOS program, you would be okay with that. So I didn't think that the criminals would wise up to the Achilles. Yeah, okay? we yeah. Just, we thought it's, we could uh, leave that exposed. Then when you get caught by RoboCop, everybody just makes fun of you. Like, you got caught by RoboCop? Like, yeah, man, he busted me. I stole some shit out of the store, out of the bodega, and I was trying to run. You know you could just cut his Achilles just heel, cut his right? Achilles, man. What were you doing? Like uh, he's slow as shit. <laughs> wait, that's right. His Achilles was just out there, huh? Yeah. Like, yeah. So, no. You pro- mean that Robocop? <laughs> like that's what his. I thought everybody was joking. <laughs> no, man. It's like it's like the you know the hood mythology or what you call it. Like the fucking. It's, it's the urban let. It's, yeah. it's the it's the thing that everybody knows, man. Look, you just you swipe. Yeah. Whatever blade you got. <laughs> Just, just it's not even a, it's like it's not even attached too hard. You just kind of kind of no. nudge it, like with your just give it a good front kick. Multiple, 
multiple vulnerable. <laughs> yes, it's basically like a kickstand almost. Yeah, it's, yeah. There you it's go. Not even really fully grafted in there. Just yeah. And then nudge. he's when you kick it off, he's like super over dramatic. Even though he's a robo, he's a robot, a robo. Even though he's a robot. <laughs> Even though he's a robo. I can't believe you just used uh, that horrible epithet for robot people. <laughs> I'm, I'm presuming that that's what, like, if, if robots came to be in the future. <laughs> fucking robo! <laughs> Dude. Get out of here, you fucking robo. I'm going to put you on YouTube. You're going to lose your job, buddy. Go around here calling us robos. Only we could use that word. <laughs> Only we, look, when we say it, it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> All that robo raptor listening to. <laughs> um, I can't even say the lyrics. Oh my god! <laughs> so, so funny thing is, we're not even reviewing that movie today. I know we just we just riffed on that for a solid five. Yeah, so you know that 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 was uh that was how we came up with the idea of you know. So you think you're a movie critic? So we're not doing any new movies. So don't come on here thinking that. You know, we're going to be reviewing Solo or anything else yeah, like that. We're not about to come on here and be like, oh, my God. And then the part yeah. where Thanos, like, yeah, no. Nah, please. fuck that shit, right? We're going. If we're still on in 20 years, then yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 20 years from now, we'll be like, hey, remember that movie? That fucking. We'll be like, I didn't notice that Thanos is fucking Achilles. Yeah. Is <laughs> <laughs> super ex- Why didn't they just. <laughs> yeah. What's up with all these movies that expose Achilles tendons? Honestly. <laughs> Cover them shits up. The only movie that is allowed to have an exposed Achilles tendon is Troy. After that, <laughs> you cannot completely be repeating that type of scenario over that and over again. That should be everybody's literal weakness. It's <laughs> yeah. supposed to be a figurative thing, not like their actual See that weakness. Freddy Krueger reboot? They fucking killed him with an Achilles heel strike. Odd. <laughs> it just keeps happening. Yeah. At this point, we know every movie. This is what's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. So, so today, uh, for episode one, we're actually going to discuss the ridiculousness in the movie Wildcats. Um, classic. A very classic movie. Oh my god. Um, Did you rewatch it recently? I have rewatched it several times. So it it, it uh, I think the most recent time was maybe about a month ago. So I'm pretty pretty caught up with it. Just. Yeah, an amazing experience. Oh, it is. It is. It, I it, hadn't it, seen it in a while. Then you suggested it, and I so I caught up on it again. So you saw it super recently. Super recently. How how long was it before you saw it before then? Probably like ten years or something. Oh wow! Man. So you got like, that experience. It had, it had been a while because I I this is so for anybody who might be somehow for some reason listening to us that's considerably younger. Yeah. Once upon a time. HBO was like the source for movies. Yes. To the, to the, to a degree that you kind of back then you didn't even understand which movies actually were popular like we you know people didn't really read like the box office receipts and shit like right. nowadays, you know, box office mojo and all this shit. Back then, you know, you just whatever was popular was what what you and your friends talked about. And if something showed up on HBO, it could like have bombed out in the theaters. But if it played on HBO a million times and everybody saw it, then like you presumed that it was like the biggest movie in the world, right? So like Wildcats was one of those. Like honest to God, I, I went and looked it up after you said it. I was surprised it did like just super average, mediocre, came and went business at the box office. Yeah, wasn't a huge smash hit or anything. But it was an HBO staple for like it felt like for the entirety of my childhood. Yeah, it was it, legit, legit. It, 
it is there's just so much to unpack. I, I can't wait to get started <laughs> about this because I, I just rewatched it again and I just remembered so much from my childhood and there was so much extra stuff that like I hadn't even I hadn't even remembered. I had totally forgotten that certain people were in the movie. It's been so so long since I've seen it. Certain plot points are just it, it's just I've got so much to say. I've got so much to say. So I'm I'm, I'm excited to talk about Wildcats. So to kind of introduce the the movie a little bit. I'm going to I'm going to do a uh just a quick IMDb, you know, overview of uh of who is in it and uh what their background is. So the movie came out in 1986. Um I do not see a rating on here, but I imagine it was It's it's an R. It's got to be an R rating. Oh, it is. I mean, it, it, I'm right there in front of me. An R rating. It's an hour 46 minutes long. It's considered a comedy sport. Uh, came out February fourteenth, Valentine's Day, nineteen eighty six. Great Valentine's Day movie. Great Valentine's yes, Day movie. Yes, yes. Um, the director is Michael Ritchie, and Michael Ritchie surprisingly is best known for a movie called The Island, um, and that's the least of his famous movies because he's also known for The Golden Child, Fletch, and Cool Runnings. Awesome. Uh, writer, or he's a director in Golden Child, director in Fletch, and a writer in Cool Runnings. So. Nice. You know, Shout out to Michael Ritchie. Good yeah, job. Yeah, right? A good job. And that's a good history to have, actually. It's it's not bad. That's, that's nothing to be... Well, I mean, there's the Golden Child, but the, you know. You know. We'll, we'll do the Golden Child. One of these days. Yeah. I because, mean, the Golden Child shouldn't be... In, there's nothing to be embarrassed about at this point. No. Nah. You just lean all the way in to oh. be like, yeah, you know what? Screw of course, it. yeah. You at, know? The, at the height of Eddie Murphy's powers, we decided to send him over to Asia yeah. and put him in some sort I'm, of weird fantasy movie. That, like fake Asia, too. I'm not even sure if yeah, it was like a real... Even, <laughs> it was probably one of those... <laughs> made-up Asian countries that doesn't, like, they never really say the country's name. Yeah, yeah. It's just implied to be, like, a just, combination of five We're going to put a Asian ton of countries. Asian extras somewhere yeah. and some yellow clothing and then be like, you're in Asia. Like, different nationalities. Yeah. Like, this is Japanese guy. This right. guy's from China. Like, this guy's Cambodian, obviously. This guy's you know? Russian, which is technically in Asia. <laughs> <laughs> like, half that country is in Asia. So, you know, it's, it's it works. Okay, so the, the lineup on this... Which is kind of weird. It, when it says stars, like you know, people. I'm not sure what the billing is, but on IMBD, IMDb, um, they have stars, and the first one obviously is Goldie Hawn, right? Who was a big deal at the time? Yes, huge deal at the time. Um, and so then you have uh, it says Swoosey Kurtz. So uh, she's a. Um, I can't. Think oh, of, she is the sister. She's the sister, and I can't yes. think of anything else that she's been in off the top. But like, if you've seen her face, you've seen her in like a thousand different movies, probably as the sister. That's literally like, yeah, yeah. And and her attributes are Bubble Boy, uh, Cruel Intentions, Liar Liar, when she comes out as the opposing attorney. I yes, think. that's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. She's she's that. Like, she just shows up in a lot of stuff, and you're like, oh yeah, she's in this. Okay. Okay. So this this uh, this podcast is not going to be politically correct at all, and I you know say that because <laughs> I'm probably going to say some racist shit right now. Um, <laughs> I saw Swissy Kurtz, and I thought it was going to be the quarterback. So <laughs> <laughs> I was like, uh, hmm? So Yeah, I was like, is that Swissy? The next one is uh, Robin Lively, and that is the oldest sister. Um, wow, she got that b- she, level of billing. Yeah, there. she got third on IMDb, and then she's known for the love interest in Karate Kid Part Three, and then she's done Teen Witch, uh, which somebody talked about the other day, and it was like they they talked about this 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 scene where she goes into uh, a rap battle where she take battle raps this other dude who's like a really whack rapper, and then 
she like her friend steps in and like she gets the the teen she's a teen witch and she curses the friend to become like this rapper but she becomes like hell? straight up like Eminem style battle rapper right <laughs> and like she has a crush on the guy who's this whack ass you know white rapper urban or or, or uh, suburban white rapper right and, like and this is 1989 bad rapper right so really so bad. extra bad extra bad rapper you know da ha da ha bad rapper right yeah, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> so uh she destroys him like like it's supposed to be her crush and i guess the witch is like gives her extra rap battle uh, capabilities and she like straights up this is him and like embarrasses him and the guy goes crying home to his mom so is she saying like really i want to see this now i want to see if she's like really saying like some crazy personal shit or something she's like calling him whack and like you know like your lyrics suck and, and like stop rapping loser you know? <laughs> very stop rapping loser find another option yeah by the way i have the paperwork your mom filed for adoption <laughs> she's not even your real mom like, like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> you broke into my house got into my oh, filing cabinet <laughs> you, you were winning when you just called me wet yeah like, you didn't have to fucking i didn't even know that word existed and then you're talking about me being adopted <laughs> shit i didn't know that word it's 1989 <laughs> Yeah, what are we? I don't think we're saying whack yet. Yeah, what, yeah, right? Are you from the future? What oh the my fuck? god, what kind of weird word is that? No wonder she's winning. Yeah, and then she kicked him in his Achilles, and it was all over <laughs> with. <laughs> okay, so uh, the 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 two line description on IMDb. Well, well, hold on, hold on. Oh, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Because I know I know it's it's further down. It's got to be further down. Yes, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's yes. important to note that this is apparently the first film. From what I from what I read on it, yes, this was the film debut for Woody Harrelson and Wesley and Snipes. Wesley Snipes, um, and unbeknownst to me, um, McKelty Williamson. Yes, I had forgot he was in this movie. Yes, he, we got to talk about his 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 role in this movie is very sus- interesting it, to me. Yes, because I've been saying this for years to myself, and I pretty much know where you're going to go with this, but let's get to there. Okay. And, okay. Then, and then we'll go there, right? So, uh, like Compton said, it is uh, Wesley Snipes and uh, Woody Harrelson's debut movie. I think Woody Harrelson probably was in Cheers around this I, time. I think so. But I think it's his first movie. Yeah, this is his first film appearance. Right. From what I saw, Wesley Snipes hadn't been in shit. Right. So... How many more sports movies did they like? They had a great time on this movie and decided to just do a bunch of other shit together. I know, right? like that's that's the only explanation I could think of. Like yeah. they just like really hit it off on on the set of this movie and like, hey man, you want to you want to like literally travel through like I'm I'm just gonna you want to rob a train eventually one day to yeah. get money train it you want to. You want to do a white men can't jump? Where was he in major league? Woody Harrelson should Woody, have been, Woody Harrelson should totally have been yes. And, you, you're it, telling me he couldn't have been a wild thing? Yeah, come on, you know. Jesus. You got to keep that. You got to keep that combo going. Yes, yes. So the uh, the the two line description on IMDb. Um, it, oh damn it! Did I lose it. Hold on a second. My bad, folks. I'm not prepared for this. Just okay. Just it, be aware. This is not exactly an elaborate. No, no. Plot. It's two lines. Yeah. A rookie high school football coach has a harder time than she expected trying to whip her tough inner city team into shape. I think that's a little bit. Like I know it's only two lines. But that's a very deceiving two lines. It is because it's not even like really the core of like what the plot is. Yeah, like the fact that they don't mention that you know it's uh it, it's inner city, but it's like the like it, it's not even 
it's not like Southside San Antonio. It's like bombed out St. Louis inner city. When she shows up to the school, she gets chased by dogs. Yes, two of them. Down down the hallway. Yeah. Two, like... Re- like slow ass dogs because she ain't yeah, running fast. She yeah. shouldn't be like outrunning these dogs, right? But, like, right. Yeah, she, that should have been the end of the movie. Just like, <laughs> just, like white lady dies in high school. <laughs> Goldie Hawn <laughs> mauled by dogs. Like, oh shit! I didn't oh, know. I thought uh, this was a comedy. Nipsey Russell. Nip- Nipsey Russell's in. Yeah, Nipsey yeah, Russell's also in this as well. So we're, as you can see, we we you know we're not gonna write down a whole ton of notes or anything. No, so we're just gonna kind of go along. I have along. a few notes, but yeah, 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 yeah. I have mental notes. Okay, I don't there have you go. Yeah. Actual written. So so, this movie, she like you said, she's in a crazy like, she's in one of those eighties urban uh, high schools where or urban it's, environments where it's not as bad as Lean on Me. No, no, but it's bad. Uh, one of these, like, I'm, one of these days, we're gonna get to lean on me. Oh yeah, definitely, we're gonna get. There's to lean a part on me. of yes. this movie that made me think of lean on me. We're <laughs> gonna get the, to that too. Was it started, when they started singing Fairy Side? <laughs> <laughs> that oh god, I've got so many lean on me takes. So do I. It's crazy. Fair East Side, like, yeah. I just, I just real. I don't want to digress too much, but I just the remix of Fair East Side. For a high school theme song, right? Who else is singing? Like none of the other students. Only that group of kids knew that song. Yes, and like Mr. Clark is fine. He's like, you've just rewrote the song, and like, right. how the we can't just like, all right, assembly, everybody gather around. Look, you guys, <laughs> nobody knew that we we're trying to do this. <laughs> ba- basically, y'all shut the fuck up. Our new school, <laughs> our new school song is these four guys that yeah. can actually sing their asses off, right? And we just got to hope they stay in school forever, or that like a new quartet just comes along yeah. every fucking year because yeah. it's full of ad libs and shit, right? Is it runs? Yeah, <laughs> it got runs in it. Yeah, nobody's writing in runs. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> what the fuck? So okay, so. They open up, and Goldie Hawn is a track coach yeah, at the well, very well, beginning. Hold on. We got, okay. we got to backtrack just a little bit. All right. All right. Good. Go ahead. Go ahead. Because how we really open up is with an LL Cool J song over the opening credits. Oh, yes. 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 Called yes, yes. Football. Yes. Football. It's, yeah. That's literally him on the hook. Just <laughs> football. football. It's the sport of kings. Is it? Anyway. Yeah. Better than diamond rings. Better, better than diamond <laughs> He's just saying shit. He's just cashing a check. It's yeah. LL Cool J in 86. He's like, uh, yeah, fuck it. Because what happened... He's just saying shit. <laughs> what happened here, very clearly, is that two years before, Curtis Blow in 1984 came out with the song Basketball. Oh, I see. I've never made that that correlation, but continue. This, continue. This, has, this is the only thing I can think of, is that they did that, and then they're like, hey, this is supposed to be a, uh, a coach at this inner city school with all these tough kids. This hippity hop is hippity hop is happening right now because <laughs> you know they said hippity hop. That's I'm the funny sure. part about it. And they're like, so uh, why don't we get this? Uh, I hear this LL Cool J. He's a he's a big deal right now. Yeah, we're gonna get him in. And uh, that that one guy made that basketball song a couple right. years ago. I bet this LL Cool. He's an even bigger <laughs> deal than that Curtis Blow fella. <laughs> yeah, right. So I bet he can really make and. LL does a one verse song, quote unquote, about football. Right. Doesn't have like Curtis Blow's basketball is a fucking classic. It right. It's a full yeah. on production. Yeah. It's got backup singers and shit. It's amazing. He's like rapping about like contemporary players, Dr. J and Moses Malone. He's yeah. like just boom. LL comes in. 
Is the sport of kings better than diamond rings? Right. Football. Maybe a ham and cheese. <laughs> <laughs> Might as well be. Then he just starts rapping about the peanut butter and jelly, please. The oldest players in NFL history. <laughs> like he saw like Bronco Nagurski, <laughs> Red Grinch. And it's like, like you couldn't oh, name drop Walter Payton. There was nobody in '86 popping enough for you to fucking for you to fucking like. And my favorite lyric is. Because I'm, I'm a bit of a football nerd. I, I, I've loved football since I was a kid. So right, right. Immediately, I recognize these names, and I also recognize that this is just ridiculous. Yeah. And he says, uh, I, I memorized, I tried to memorize this lyric because I love it so much. Uh-huh. He says, uh, Norm Van Bronklin, he was a great player. Moved so swift, he could have been the mayor. <laughs> <laughs> there's, a, there's a couple of things to deal with here. <laughs> First of all, first of all, just for the record, Norm Van, Van Bronklin was a quarterback. So <laughs> a quarterback from like the 40s and 50s. Their moves weren't swift at all yeah. back then. He couldn't get somebody from like, he couldn't say, uh, the quarterback from the Bears in fucking 1985. McMahon. Yeah, Jim McMahon. Jim McMahon. He couldn't Jim McMahon ran around. <laughs> yeah. If you look at some Norm Van Bronklin highlights, just him backing Norm up. Norm Van Bronklin. Like, hey, I need a name that I can rhyme to. Hold on. <laughs> I'm flipping through pages. Yeah. 79, 78, 77. It's like just going through. It's got to be a four-syllable name, man. Yeah. It's the only way it fits in the bar. So then so then the fact that he says, move so swift he could have been the mayor. Like, what, what, what city is this in? Football city, dude. It's football, it's town, football U- town. Football town, USA. It's the generic 80s town. I guess that, so. you know, it's always like... And Norm Van Bronklin's up there, like, at the debate, like, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> my opponent wants better funding for the schools, cares about your property taxes, okay? He wants to fix Main Street. But can he do this shit and those a head fake, <laughs> yeah. stiff arm? Can he run moves. through the set of tires like this? He's all yeah. fucking high-stepping into the tires. Right. Everybody's like, where are they going to fuck a course from? <laughs> like, what, do we, what do we come out here for? But you know what? I'm voting for that yeah, guy. Yeah, I'm voting for that guy. He's going to be the mayor. <laughs> he's got confidence. He's got the, he's got the swift moves, man. <laughs> he's got swift moves by our standards. So the whole time that this is going on, they're kind of like driving through the high school neighborhood. Wait, this, is, this is early, early in the movie. Yeah, but yeah, like they're they're like, so the the song plays and they establish, you know, it's it's Goldie Hawn. She the the movie jumps into, it's so weird, just it jumps into everything real fast, right? To just slow down a lot later, but I'll get to that. But so it goes through that, and so we establish that yeah, Goldie Hawn, her credentials as a coach is apparently just that she's the daughter of a legendary high school football coach from the area, right? But right now she's coaching. Women's track at the school that that she's currently at, Correct. which is this you know nice suburban upper class yeah. suburban white school, and uh, she wants to coach the JV football team at the school. Yes, because uh, they are missing a coach, and she asks the head coach of the varsity team if she can take over that role. He is your traditional, just blatant eighty sexist guy yeah, who's right. just like. She touched my dick. Yeah, just <laughs> like no. But if you touch my dick, I might think about just it. Just extra sexist, like yeah. where it's like 
it's circled back to being realistic only because the internet exists. Yeah, but like yeah. in the eighties, you were just like, "What? Who the fuck is this guy?" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> who just <laughs> who just who just whips her dick out? Yeah. <laughs> like, Might as well just. So so like I said, I just rewatched it to catch up, and it's just it's fucking amazing. It's fascinating. So they have a whole scene, him and her. Yes, where. She's asking him about the job, and he seems like he's going to be okay with maybe considering her. Right. But they're playing racquetball, and he's, like, kind of being demeaning and yeah, shit like course. that. And then, so I'm, I'm waiting to see, like, she scores a point on him or something to piss him off and emasculate him, and that's what's going to turn the tables. Instead, he just, like, literally accidentally runs into the wall, just based on his yeah. own, like, she doesn't have anything to do with it. At all. It's not like she hit, like, an extra hard ball and, like, no. He just literally just runs into the wall like an idiot. Yeah. Like, it's a racquetball court. Like, yeah. You're fucking some rat. Like, who runs into the... I don't... Yeah. That's playing too hard, man. That's what it is. He just runs into the wall, and she comes over, and she's like, hey, are, are you okay? Are you upset? Like, I'm sorry. And she's apologizing, even though she, again, had literally nothing to do with it. Right. And, like, he's just like, yeah, no, I'm, I'm fine. But, like, you, it's already obvious that this is going to be the plot point. Like, now he feels so embarrassed that a woman saw him fuck up. Yeah. Like, he might as well have just tripped walking the street. Like, she had, like, nothing to do with him fucking up on the racquetball court at all. But she did. But she did. She's a woman. She's Goldie Hawn. She's there. She's there. He was smelling her fucking whatever in the air. Hey, babe. He does refer to her as hey, babe, like, throughout the entire movie. Hey, babe. Listen, babe. Hey, babe. So, so, cut to them giving the job to the home ec teacher who is your, you know, uh, gay home ec teacher. Yes, and it's like you know, I can, I know how to play football. You know, yeah. I, it talks just like that, right? So he's, the, he's he's your '80s gay guy. He's your '80s gay guy, right? So he's just like you know, I'm. I can't believe. Of course, I can do this. I can yeah. do this job. You know, I'm the home ec teacher. And then she goes into a rant where she starts talking about Nickelback coverage yes. and what do you do and the blah 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 blah. Like. I'm not even sure. I think they just put terms together. I don't think any of this actually existed. She's like, what happens if the guy double dribbles and then runs a third base? And he's like, well, I don't know. You know, it's, it's, you bake a pie? I got no idea. So, but, you know, so it, 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 it's the point of the movie where they say, like, no, she's super smart yeah. at football. She's knowledgeable about football yes. because she grew up with it. This home ec teacher, obviously, is literally just a home ec teacher. He has yeah. no sporting background whatsoever. None. The only balls he's jiggling in is on Bob. <laughs> Bob is not introduced in this movie. No, no. He's going back and he's like, you know, <laughs> fucking lady at the office yeah. today, man. Just asshole. I get a promotion. It's supposed yeah. to be my day. And yeah. then this lady's coming in and she's like, like she, ask me about Nickelbacks and shit like that. What the fuck? <laughs> I got no idea. Whip your balls out so I can play with them. <laughs> Bob's son is like, Nickelback, that's a, that's a good, that's a wait, sounds like a band name. Yeah. <laughs> Nickelback. I'm going to write that down. Picture in a photo. Oh, shit, I'm on a roll. Where's my notebook? Give me somebody. Give me my notebook. So, yeah. So, like, that happens. She, uh, she's obviously upset. So then, right. so then, but instead of just, like, not giving her the job, they offer her, thinking that she'll, she'll just back out. They offer right. her the job at, I forget the name of the school now already, but it's fucking... Classic 80s inner city dangerous high school. Right. Where they're like, you know, you can go coach there. They're missing a they're missing a varsity head coach. And of course she's the the fucking bold 
brave white woman. She's like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go I'm fucking gonna do, do this. this. Fuck gonna, that asshole. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna coach these I'm kids. Coach the shit out of these kids. And so then my 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 favorite part of this at the beginning, she's like driving through downtown or whatever to get to the high school, and it, you know it's it's a little bit slummy. Yeah, but they're they're also showing her being like intimidated by the people hanging around. And literally, like, for the most part, they're just hanging around. Like, I kept waiting for, like, it's like black dudes everywhere. And I kept waiting for one of the black dudes to, like, <laughs> approach her and say some shit. And she has to roll up a window. No, they're just literally, like, just, yeah, I'm just I'm just here hanging out, minding my own business. And she's, like, looking around like, oh, shit. Like, yeah, what, is, that, oh, is that three man. of them? Oh, no. It reminded me of, there was, there was a movie... A few years ago, called No Escape, starred Owen Wilson, where he's in an, an, an like we talked about earlier, a, a fake Asian country, right, right, unnamed, and, yeah. And they they have like he's he's there as a work for some company, uh huh. And like a military coup happens, and the whole movie is just about Owen Wilson trying to like survive this military coup because yeah. they're going around killing all the fucking non natives of their country, right. And like the the trailer, I've never seen the movie. The trailer told me everything. The trailer for the movie like sets it up. It's supposed to be this thriller, but it's literally just like him walking around this like street of this Asian country, and like it's like played out where every Asian he sees is super menacing. Yeah, yeah. And they're like holding a knife, but they're like cooking and shit. Like they're like cutting up fish. Right. They're just making dinner. Yes. Yeah. And he's like, oh shit! Oh my god! Got a knife. Like. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? A red snapper? That guy's evil. <laughs> I'm, I'm in front of my own house. Yeah, fucking cooking dinner. And like, I was just like, I remember like writing about it. That was back when I was running the website, and I was uh-huh. like, this movie is like literally just might be called like, oh shit, Asians. <laughs> <laughs> Watch out, Asians. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, Asian. Yeah, that's, what, like, that's a good title to a movie, actually. I would watch that. <laughs> like, <laughs> you're like, oh shit. Oh shit, Asians. What, what are they going to do? <laughs> yeah. And the whole movie, like, nothing happens. It's just yeah. people cooking, probably playing some, <laughs> playing some chess. You know, just some guy. Trying, trying to go about their day. Right, just going about and their day. And then just some random person walking around looking at them like, yeah. oh, oh shit, Asians. <laughs> got my eye on you. <laughs> It is, and and this is again. This is you know made in eighty six. So there's always that menacing black guy that has a shower cap on. Yes, yes. Every like, yes. <laughs> like he's like super tall too. Is this not like this normal short? Because I guess short black people with cat with shower caps on aren't that menacing. Yeah, six two and over shower, shower cap. cap. Menacing, right? Like, For some reason, yeah, the shower just cap like, is just like middle of the day shower cap on. And I'm like, I you know. I've never seen a dude just walk around with a shower cap on. Shower ca- like, is this a thing that was going on in 86? Or like, right. black dudes just walking down the street like, yo, I got to get my shower cap. <laughs> like, was it just something where somebody like... Got to go down to Penny's get my get my shower cap on. Was it just because he's like so big that none of his boys wanted to tell him? Like, he, <laughs> he forgot it? He still has a shower cap yeah, on. You're going to tell Ray that he's still got a shower like, Fuck, fuck no, man. man. Shower cap Ray, he'll kill you for that shit. <laughs> you just got to wait for him to see a mirror and shit be like, oh. <laughs> Why didn't one of you tell me I had a shower cap on? Nah, man. Yeah, I, didn't, I didn't even notice, man. It was okay. I that thought, was this plastic bag on my I, head. I thought, I thought that was a new look, right? My bad. So the high school's... Uh, it's all go, fucked up. Yeah, so the high school's all fucked up. But the high school is Central High. Central. Yes. Per- perfect generic name. Yeah, and then the uh, the rival high school in this one where she worked was called Prescott High School. Okay. Pres- but it was it was a 
college preparatory school. Nice. And uh, so, you know, obviously, you know, yeah. they got money. They got, they got money. They're right. doing their thing. Yeah. So she, she goes to Central. So she she walks, she gets to Central, she gets there, and she walks, you know, she's looking around, all white and innocent shit, and she goes into the locker room, right? And yes. everybody is geared up to play. Everybody has their pads on already to go and practice, and they all proceed to put their helmets on, and they, nope, they, they're, they're Charlie Brown in it. There's no, or they're snoopying it. There, there's no fucking, uh, there's, there's no, there's nothing below the waist. Nothing below the waist. Dick's just slanging. Now, nowadays, there's a couple of different things here. Nowadays, one of them players getting fucked. Like female coach, one of the, she's picking one of them dudes to fuck oh, later. That on. That would be like the USA Today, like yeah, buried on page seven, like you know, teacher, hot teacher, and I, for look, none of my team, one of my teachers was hot in high school. Apparently, there's just a gang of hot teachers running around, fucking, it's fucking, fucking young men, fucking young men, and like. You know, fifteen-year-olds are getting lucky. Yeah, with fucking experience. And and yes, by the way, that's getting lucky if you're fifteen. Yes, like I've seen a couple of these where like people bring it up and they're like, "Oh, if that happens to like a girl, yeah, it's different. It's this different. It is different." When I was fifteen, if like an older chick would have wanted to fuck me, yeah, like do you know how much? Do you know how many people? <laughs> you know how many people jerk I off would, to that. <laughs> I would have told my own parents. Okay, like. <laughs> I would have kicked the front door down and been like that. You know, Miss Susan? Yeah, my English teacher, the high one? We banged. Don't get her in trouble. I plan on doing it again. Probably tomorrow. Exactly. <laughs> so I expect to have the big piece of chicken tonight, Dad. Yeah. <laughs> All right? And then your dad would have been like, nah, for real, he deserves it. Like, yeah, for real. Like, fucking, you know, Fuck Susan. Right? Good job. Play on, player. Yeah. <laughs> like it's 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 it I've is trying for six months. <laughs> it's a different dynamic because that's all we think about as dudes. Yeah. And like, yeah, we're like we're not gonna get damaged. No. We're not gonna be like mentally scarred later on. Like, man, yeah, Dude. man. Like we're not gonna be in therapy like, yo, like my my English teacher seduced me. You don't have to seduce guys. Really? So explain to me how she seduced you. Well, she was hot and she said, Let's fuck. Okay, so uh, why are you in therapy? (laughs) And I did. That's seduction, right? That's that's what it is. I mean, (laughs) she said, "Let's fuck," and I did. And I just, I just went for it. I was hoping she'd say that. To be honest, I knew a cat in high school that that banged a a teacher. She he banged a biology teacher, and you know she she was well, she was a second. She was cute. She wasn't say she was hot. But yeah, she was a, a a new biology teacher on top of that, Jeez. and it was you know she, she was like maybe twenty three. He was eighteen, and you know he got it in, and it was like he literally got it in. He literally got it in, and it wasn't people knew about it. It's kind of perfect that it's the biology teacher. It like is, you know. She was like, "Let me give you a lesson." Exactly. Let me give you a biology. If, if that wasn't said, then like that's the only regret he probably had. Yeah, that's yeah. what he's in therapy for. He's like. <sighs> I fucked my biology teacher, and at no point did I make any kind of biology puns or jokes. The therapist is like, "What the fuck? Get out! Get out! I can't save you." Yeah, you're you're unredeemable. That's that's un. Oh, just get out. Here's a rope. (laughs) I don't even look. I don't even look in the mirror. Rope and a gun to choose your poison. So So, you mentioned that scene. There's there's another thing I noticed about the scene. Go ahead. First of all, there's a lot of man ass in that scene. A ton of man ass. There, there's, and also, they're they're not 
like single file or like like side by side. They're no. like layered up. Yeah. So like she's only seeing like the front row of dicks. Right. And everybody behind her. And it's like three or four rows. Yeah. It's of, a, the whole squad is naked. Yeah. And so right? it's like nobody in, in like behind was like, hey, uh, I'm just, I just got my dick out in front of Steve. Yeah. With this plan. <laughs> Can, can I just can I just like keep my pants? No. Yeah. All like, of our dicks have to be. But she's not going to see my she's not dick. See my dick, and uh, and like Brad's got his dick <laughs> out behind me. Yeah. Listen, I don't know about anybody else in here. I felt somebody brush up against my cheeks. So I'm gonna go ahead and just put my pants back on. Like, yeah. no, you're not, <laughs> fat lineman. <laughs> what? What are you gay? Yeah. What you, you fucking what, homo? <laughs> you're afraid to be naked around? You got this queer. That's how like yeah, that's, right. That's, that's how it would have been. That's back how then. the old 80s would have been. Like, like the most homophobic dude is like what? what? And then they're all you don't want to be naked so in front here, of other dudes. Here's the other thing: they're all in high school, right? Yeah. So somebody has a random raging boner going on. Yeah, during just, this time, right? just for no reason, just, just like, like shit. Yeah, like. That shit don't ever stop. And in no. high school, you didn't wear sweats because of that, that situation. So everybody's like, yeah, I got this trick, man. So when the teacher comes, when the new coach comes, I heard she's a white lady. Like, did somebody tell the whole crew that it was going to be this white lady? I don't know. I, I right? guess so. The whole squad. So, you know, then they're like, yeah, you know. And you know, if anybody was suggesting this, it was Wesley Snipes. That's exactly <laughs> what I'm thinking. It's like Wesley Snipes His came up one. with this whole situation, right? So he's like, yo, check it out. Right when she gets here, we're just going to have our helmets over our junk. And then we're going to take the junk-filled helmets and put them on our heads. I didn't even think about that part. (laughs) I just thought about that right now. (laughs) We're going to put our junks in the helmet. Yeah. Then we're going to take the junk-filled helmet, put it on our head. Right. Where all of the junk sweat. (laughs) Junk sweat and pubes. Those guys ain't trimming. No. (laughs) The 80s. The 80s. Oh god! Like, this is a horrible plan. So one guy in the back is like, "Oh, dude, I'm a fucking extra, and I got this fucking raging hard on." And I'm, <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just sitting here right behind yeah. Alan. Fuck, yo, dude. Alan, man, this ain't about you. Just <laughs> let you know, just this is just I'm, biology. I'm fucking sixteen, <laughs> yeah. right? Like, and it's all. Uh, and then you know, to say something about Central, like. Some of those cats were on the six-year program. I'm just saying because <laughs> <laughs> there was some old-ass dudes in there. So they, so she, she tries to coach this team, the wild, you know, the Wildcats. They, they are the Central High, and they're apparently Wildcats. terrible. They yes. won like one game the year before, and that was because the team forfeited. Team because, forfeited. Like, they didn't show up or some shit. Right. So she's like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna coach these guys. So. They're giving, they're harassing her, and they keep telling her, "Why don't you quit so we can get a real coach?" You know. Yeah. And why don't you quit so we can get a real coach? And, and it's, so it's a, they're like motivation is just, I, I understand like it's supposed to be like, oh, she's a woman, they're just against it, but yeah. like, I feel like the plot works better if like maybe they were kind of good last year and their right. coach got fired for. If you just suck, like if you got, if he got fired for cheating. Something, yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. Playing uneligible players, something or ineligible. Yeah, players. They, that right? comes. Up, that's a plot point later on. They could have right. totally worked. Instead, it's just like we suck, but still we want a real. Co- what the fuck? Like y'all suck. Yeah. What? Like y'all should just be like, oh, cool. Like coach, whatever, man. Yeah. Right. It's, it's whatever. So that's cool. Yeah, we'll do it. So 
in the first practice, she starts telling everybody to do calisthenics. And, of course, you know, all the, all the cats are like, nah, we ain't, what is this? I thought we were going to play football. And she's like, well, you you can't play if you're hurt. And you can't, you got to get hurt if you stretch. Like, who? I, it's just so weird to watch this because, like, I'm just like, wait. Like, none of these cats ever played peewee football. That's exactly <laughs> thinking. Y'all never played Pop Warner, fucking nothing. Like, did y'all yeah. just get into football? Like, how did, like. They were the most bunch of ragtag peewee football players. Like, fuck you, coach. I ain't do no calisthenics. You've never heard of, like, warm ups and stretches and shit? She's, like, teaching them, like, trying to teach them basic shit. And they're just like, <laughs> like you said, one of them literally was like, I thought he was going to play football. Like, <laughs> do you even know what football is? Yeah. I'm surprised you have your pads on. Yeah. Like, I'm surprised you don't, like, have them backwards or some right? shit. Right. Where's that round ball with the stripes in it so we can play some football? Just like, talking about a basketball? No, nah, I'm talking about football. football. We kick it down the court. And we, when I make it the third, we all do a, a yeah. dance. And then there's the goalie. Yeah, there's the goalie tries to prevent me from getting it to the pitcher. That game. It's like, what the fuck? <laughs> Somebody hired the wrong actor for this movie. <laughs> Those aren't even his lines. And yeah, shit. he's just fucking. He's ad libbing. For, for God's sake, man, just read the fucking script. Yeah. Like, nah, nah, I, got this. I got this. It's a football movie, right? Yeah. Like, oh my god. So, uh, eventually, they uh, they cross the line and they trash her office and they break her watch. A watch that was given to her by her sister. By her, yeah. Uh, Swoosie. Swoosie. Yes, Swoosie, who is not the quarterback. (laughs) (laughs) The the would-be quarterback, by the way, soon-to-be quarterback, is going to be uh, McKelty Williamson, who's... Who has, I think, one of the best names in movie history in this movie. Yes. Um, His name is LeVar Bird. Or, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's not his name. It's not LeVar Bird. Uh, Let me get his actual name, because I think it's LeVander. Yeah, I think it's LeVander. It is... Lavander Bird Williams. Yeah, which and, is, and everybody just perfect. be like, "What's up, Bird?" What's like, up, Bird? Yeah, the way they say it, and the fact that his name is Lavander. That you know, it's, it's amazing. Yeah, and when we first see him, it's when she's trying to get them to practice. Right. He's not even on the team right now. He's like the quarterback from last year. He's actually a really good quarterback apparently, but he quit just because the team sucks. Right. He's out there, like, basically watching at practices. He's making bets on shit at random. He's like a hustler and shit, just random hustler. Now, because, A, I haven't seen this actor as a young person in right. years. Yes. I think that influenced me when I rewatched this. I had assumed he was going to be like the Leon in fucking uh, Above the Rim <laughs> character, who's like the old washed out. <laughs> and also because, look, I'm a, I'm a black guy. It's okay for me to say this. It's hard to tell how old we are sometimes. Like if you if you see a black dude shaved, like if he's shaved, like you're yeah. rolling the dice. Not, yeah, because like there's a lot of Greg Odins out there who are like 18 but are going to look 40 forever. Yeah. So like when Greg Odin turns 50, you're gonna be like, oh shit, I can't believe you're 50. You looked young. Yeah, right. <laughs> but he it's not really that he looked young. He looked old when he was young. Like, yeah. he just gets all fucked up. <laughs> it's like Benjamin Button. Yes. <laughs> so, McKelty, like, I'm, I, I see him, and I'm like, because he, he doesn't look any, like, if you see him now, he looks heavier, but, like, he, his face is basically the same as it yeah. was in, like, heat right. fucking years and years later. Right, right. Like, when he was fucking, you know, like, so it's like... And for those, for those of you who don't know who this is, this is Bubba Gump. Or this is uh, Bubba from yeah, Forrest Gump. Yeah, Bubba from Forrest Gump. Yeah. And and when you see... If, if you haven't seen the movie and you go back and watch it, as soon as you see him, you're like, oh, shit. I, I know that guy. Yeah. 
Yeah. And, and you may not know his, his name, but you you know that you know him from something something recent, right? Because he, he is a working actor. Yeah, he was in a he was in Justified, which I can't recommend enough. A great show, but mm-hmm. he, he's like he's always looked the same for right. all this time, and I didn't even realize until I rewatched the movie. Yeah. So I just thought he was like an old ass dude hanging around, and he's gonna be like the guy who. Because they make a point earlier where she doesn't have an assistant coach. Yes. So that's a big deal. They're like, no assistant coaches. So it's like, oh, he's going to be the assistant coach that whips him in the shape. I don't remember this part of the movie, but I guess that's what he is. And yeah. then it's like, oh, no, he's like a fucking high schooler in this movie. And it's but like, he dresses old as fuck. He has like he a trench does. coat. And he's like selling watches, which yeah. is an old man hustle. Right. Even in like the 86 movies, like that's an old man, like open the trench coat. I got, I got these watches. That's not like some shit that high school kids Listen. were doing. I was in high school for four years. Right <laughs> amount ex- of years. Yeah, out of, out of that experience. I was never sold a watch out of something. I was never sold anything out of anybody's trench coat. So I, I was never sold anything out of anybody's trench coat. I was sold like knockoff watches by somebody in a parking lot once. And it was a fucking old-ass <laughs> black dude. Because <laughs> that's a fucking old hood black dude hustle. <laughs> Like, yo, I got this guest watch. And you know it ain't a guest watch. Were you a quarterback in high school? <laughs> no shit, right? But it's like, is it, it's $10. So it's like, yo, I'm going to get this $10 guest watch while you're in here. It says guest on it. Yeah. And when it breaks in five weeks, you know, I'll, I'll just live with that. That's so funny. For, for fucking five weeks, I was wearing a guest watch. Though. Right. Okay, so uh, to kind of move it along. So they break her watch. She challenges them and says, like, hey, you guys can outrun me. Because remember, she's a track coach, right? Right. So – if you guys can out, if you guys can outrun me running laps, you know, in, in their dirt track, if you guys can outrun me, then I'll quit, and you guys can get your own coach or whatever. And but if I win, then I'm your coach, and you guys got to follow what I say. And they're right. like, "Bet, cool." So they start running, and of course, you get those people that are like, "I'm gonna run full speed, yes. for the first three seconds, and then and then there's like the there's there you know listen." I'm a heavy dude. I've always been a heavy dude, right? Now, in my in the height of my physical capability, I could probably run about two miles, right? right. Just straight two miles. Um, I was wrestling. I was like prime physical yeah. condition of myself, and uh, nothing hurt. There was no right. joints hurting right. or anything else like that. They show dudes in there that are like 300 pounds. That are like, I'm gonna run too. And yeah, they, like you're not running that long. You should have quit before it even started. But nonetheless, they start running. It starts raining, and pouring. it starts pouring down. And Wesley Snipes is like, "You should quit." And he's like, "Why don't we call it a tie?" And she was like, "No." And she goes, "By the way, I ran the Boston Marathon twice." Yeah. So obviously, she's gonna win this race yeah, now. She's, she's gonna outpace everybody, right? And Wesley is the last one to fall. And he does fall very similar to the platoon scene. It's the platoon fall. <laughs> it's the platoon fall. I, I totally had that. I was like, why? He why? went William Defoe before yes. William Defoe. <laughs> he totally does the platoon fall. It's in the rain and shit. It's all dramatic. I'm like, why is he doing this? Yeah. Somebody shot him and they just edited that out. And, that's, uh, either, that's either the, the platoon fall or it's like fucking... Roger Federer winning a fucking tent, like yeah. winning Wimbledon. They always do the dramatic. Oh. oh, finally, it's over. It's over. I can rest. Okay, so she wins, right? So suddenly, all of a sudden, the next scene, I believe, right, is or or very shortly after that is her showing up with the boombox and getting everybody into shape, right? Yeah. 
So they have the whole singing montage. It's a long montage. It's a long montage. It's like right away, like, okay, yeah. I, I beat you in this, so now you got to, like, respect me. They just And for whatever reason, she picks now to, like, try to sort of ingratiate herself with the boombox thing. Right, right, right. So but she, she's, like, also doing kind of like a weird aerobics-style, tr- like, some of the fitness stuff with them. She's got them, like, doing high knees and yeah. other like weird like kind of fucking Jane Fonda in the 80s shit. Yeah, they're doing like they're squatting down and they're doing like these, these little steps going forward. It's more of a dance routine than it is yeah, actual Yeah, it's like Zumba before Zumba and yeah, shit. Yeah, so, you know, and they're doing it and of course the music is is going, you know, on and everything. One of my favorite songs besides, you know, the rap scene and, and the song at the end, right? The the Super Bowl shuffle type song at the oh, end. Oh yeah, yeah. Is the is when they're running around the track and she's like, "Tell me how it hurts, hurts. right?" So <laughs> there's so much. Show me how it hurts. So, great generic '80s yeah, yeah. songs in here. Which for a long time I didn't understand why you had to make up a song for a movie back then. Like they just wouldn't grab a hit and be like, plug it in like they right. do now. It it was like very much like you know, hey, we got this. We, listen, we we got this movie. We need a song. And they're like, well, I got this one song called Eye of the Tiger. Uh, I can do that yeah. one. You know? Yeah. And so it was, but it was never like a hit before the movies. And no. then I realized like, oh, they got to pay for songs. And, yeah, exactly. You know, there's yeah. a budget for it. And if it's that something show. that's already a hit that's going to yeah, hit your pockets. Right, right. So great 80s, great 80s uh, 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 soundtrack in this movie. Very much so. So the best, so th- meanwhile, while she is a coach, then you start to find out that she's also a divorced mother. Right. This subplot which becomes almost the main plot right shows up weirdly late into the movie yes yes she has two daughters and the husband finds out that she is being the head coach at central and you know of course you can't be teaching all them black and brown kids how to throw that football so uh he comes over and creepily enough is just hanging out at her bathroom door well, she's taking a bath, like not a shower. She's actually in Just a bath, soaking in the bath. Yes, and you see Woody, you see Goldie Hawn boob. You, you yes. do catch Goldie Hawn tit for like for like two seconds. For two seconds, and I want it's literally like two seconds. Yes, I, yes. I might have rewatched this. A couple times. <laughs> I might have rewatched it and timed it at the same time because I did, I did want to like just just take this point to address again the, the younger people out there uh-huh. that maybe never had to grow up like this. You don't know how good you got it. That you could literally type in <laughs> yes. to, a, to a machine. Because back back then, when this was on HBO, right? I I remembered like when I saw that, I was like, oh yeah, I remember Goldie Hawn. You see this? That was a thing for me for a second. Like that was like in my life. I remember Wildcats come on and be like, okay, did I miss that part? Yeah, my parents out of the room. Got to make sure. And it happens so quickly. It that, does. That like honest to God, like. I don't know if my parents ever knew that it was even in the movie. Like, it was something where, like, I could distract them. Right. And then, like, they could just act like, oh, like, this scene. Because otherwise, after that, she immediately covers up. Yeah, she immediately covers Because the creepy husband is the just... The creepy kinda, ex-husband. The creepy ex-husband. She's just in the tub, and she's like, mm-hmm, 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 enjoying her bath. And then he's just hanging out. Standing up over her, just kind of like smiling at her, like mm, I used to hit that. Yes, and like, <laughs> yes, just total fucking weirdo. Who, by the way, by the end of the movie is not like it doesn't go as far as I thought it was gonna go. Yeah, with him. yeah, yeah. I yeah. thought he would like end up like saying some crazy racist shit. No, like spoiler alert. By the end of the movie, he's like, yeah, kind of, kind of half good guy again and shit. Right, right. So we just got to forget about this part early on, where it's just like, 
Oh yeah. And then of course What's she up, has ex-wife. Yeah. She has the two daughters and one of the daughters going through the, the teenage years. Which I'm not sure if it's teenage. I think she's in middle school, maybe. I think so. Yeah, she because, looks hella young. Right, because it, this would have made more sense if she was taking over like, you know, a community college football team. Right. Because the guys seem that old. Yes. Right? And and so yeah. so if if these guys were, let's say, juniors in high school, right? That makes them about 16. That puts the daughter right about 13, right? right. And it, it, the daughter fits that. The daughter, the daughter, you know, her character fits that. So, you know, she's going through her terrible things and she's resenting the fact that her mom is a coach. And they have that whole scene where it's like, all you want to do is play with those boys, you know? And so you get that whole situation that, that goes down. Meanwhile, the football team loses their first game, I think it is. I think, I think they lose their first game because they don't have the quarterback. Yet. Yes, yes, they don't have the quarterback yet. And then to get the quarterback, she has to go like deeper into the hood. Yes, right? like to the real hood. To the real hood. She goes to a – and this is the bravest white lady. It, well, because white ladies do this kind of shit. They like go into dangerous places. Especially like in this in this era of film. Yeah. Like they would – like fucking Candyman, <laughs> Virginia Madsen <laughs> is in the Cabrini Green – look, I'm a black man. <laughs> Cabrini Green's been torn down for years. If you told me to go stand where Cabrini Green used to be, I'd be like, nah. <laughs> this shit is fucking dangerous. I'd be like, no, we yeah. tore it down and put up nice – nah, fuck that. That shit was like fucking famously dangerous. And yeah. In that movie, she was just like by herself roaming around. Right. Looking for Candyman before yeah. she knew he was a spirit, just assuming he was some gangster, <laughs> which is scarier. Yeah, right. <laughs> Like by the time Candyman's an awesome movie, but by the time he shows up and he's just an evil spirit, you're like, oh, thank oh, God! Damn, I thought, right? that, Shit, thought that he was like real. a fucking. I yeah. that nigga was like gonna wear a trench coat in the summertime. Like, <laughs> what's up with dudes in trench coats? <laughs> wearing a trench coat. This, I know Chicago cold, but it ain't the fucking right. This, it's August, nigga. Yeah. <laughs> That's why Candyman wouldn't show up that much because, like, yeah, he was a daisy. The, the real, the actual hood black dudes would be like, hey, check this motherfucker out. <laughs> With his fur coat on. You got a fur, fur trench coat. What's up with all them bees? This motherfucker got a hook for a hand. <laughs> hey, Reggie. <laughs> you see this motherfucker over here? Still got a hook for a hand? Like, yo, that's candy, man. That's can- oh, shit. My bad, my man. My bad. Yo, you, right. you looking goofy, though. <laughs> goofy as shit. <laughs> Give some Tim's on or something. <laughs> <laughs> you Jordan jersey or something, man. Right? Shit. Shit. Hot out here. God, making me hot. <laughs> so, so yeah, she goes deeper into the hood. She goes deep into the hood and she finds Bird. Yeah. Right? And she has she knows about Lavender, but she doesn't know who he is. Right. Right? Because in the school records, they have all his stats, no picture. Right. 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 So I don't know that Central couldn't afford a camera. <laughs> I'm not sure what that was about. Our yearbook He's, is just text. Yeah, <laughs> it's just a description of him. Six foot three, tall black guy. Just a fade. <laughs> fade. Looks old. <laughs> looks, looks older than he is. Yeah. So, a trench coat. Yeah. Oh, that's Lavender. <laughs> Say no more. So, so she goes into the pool hall. And, you know, she gets scammed out of buying hubcaps, 
I know, yeah. 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 Like, like the guy like sells her some hubcaps yeah. and like I got these right here for the two dollars. Yeah. yeah that, that. He like hustles her on the like, yeah. can't find these anywhere else in the city or something. And like Let me ask you something. Do you carry cash around with you? No, certainly not anymore. Right. But even well, we were you know, too young back then, but like, why is it these people always got, like, $200 on them? I know. They always got, like, crazy movies, amounts of cash. Yeah. In the movies, it's always like, oh, what you got? I like, just came th- from the bank. Yeah, you got, like, 300 bucks. Like, I got that. Like, they went to the hood, too. Yeah. Like, you you especially wouldn't have it. Let me go into my pocketbook and pull out $200. Yeah, what? Right? So, she gets convinced to go to basically rob this house, and then her van gets stolen. They end up in a dumpster, and she convinces, she finds out that Bird is Lavender, Right. After and all this. After all this. And then she convinces him to come back and be the quarterback. Beforehand, Woody Harrelson was the quarterback. Was the quarterback. And of course, Bird makes the grand entrance into practice, right? Because he didn't get dressed with everybody else. No, yeah, I know. He just shows up and everybody's like, Oh my god, what are you doing? Yeah. Like, did he have pads at the at the house? Like- what about class? <laughs> what is he doing? Yeah. Well, first off. This is why I thought he was the Leon at first. I thought he was like the above the rim dude. Yeah. Like the old washout. Like just like, oh, I'm just hanging around with high school kids still reliving my glory days. Right. And it was going to be the assistant. Because, yeah, like they don't show him like looking like he actually attends the school at all. Yeah. Yeah. And he looks old enough that he could totally be like a 32-year-old man just hanging for around. Real, for real. For real. They do. Uh, there is a guy that we failed to mention. He kind of plays uh, somewhat of a – not an important part – but um, uh, I know you're talking. I can't think of his. I don't. I don't. I can't remember his character name, and I don't recognize the actor at all. Yeah, let me see if I can find him real quick. Bruce McGill plays the opposing coach. Nipsey Russell plays Ben Edwards, the principal of the um, of the school. Let's see. Mm, it's not Alonzo. Translator, you're talking about the guy who's like. Might be Albert Michael. Just Jones. the aggressively assholeish at first. The the main guy who's like the guy who likes to fart and shit. Oh no! That the the is that the Spanish kid? Yeah, the Spanish kid. Which, by the way, we we didn't fully address this, but this is this, in this movie in the eighties. Your inner city schools were still somehow inexplic- inexplicably like super diverse. Yeah, there's like a substantial number of white people still like on the football team. Like there's a like the majority is still black guys, but like just barely. It's not like a full black team. Like if you like looked at the cover of Wildcats, like on like the the VHS from back in the day, and like the DVD, the the movie poster is like shows like all the black characters. But there's like two different Latin characters or something. There's Woody Harrelson. I think there's like two or three other white guys. Like it's it's just like one of those like you know back in the day like the the. The roving street gangs in those movies would always be like, "Oh yeah, no, we're like super diverse for some reason. Like we've got, we've got five white guys in the middle of our the, yeah. the Warriors had like <laughs> the Warriors, the Warriors the, had like the a, most diverse group from like, in Queens, super, or yeah. super diverse. <laughs> yeah. What the hell? Although I gotta admit, I rewatched uh, I rewatched Style Wars the other day. Uh huh. And it was that diverse. Like, I was gonna say, maybe it was really like that. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. there's like a ton I just thought of about white that. Yeah, 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 like yeah, yeah. Hitting up, like some of the best graffiti artists at the beginning ever were all these white dudes. And right. It's like, God, like this, maybe the hood was like maybe, that. Maybe this everybody really like it was like super harmony back then. Yeah, this right. Very weird. Yeah. So, uh, uh, so Lavander comes back. Uh, Chulo is what they call him. Mm-hmm. Yes, 
Trulo was was the guy. He was known for slamming his head into lockers. Into the lockers, yeah. Into lockers. He uh, he bets uh, Philip Finch. Now there's not there's I mentioned a fat guy in the beginning. That fat guy was maybe like two fifty, right? This guy, Philip Finch, was a easily a four hundred pound dude. He is enormous. Yeah. Huge, enormous. They don't have a jersey big enough. They got to cut it down the middle and put tape, and yeah. it tapes under his man titties, um, and the whole nine, right? So, but but he is the smart guy in Central High. If I am faring to guess, he was probably ranked one or four in the class. He's absolutely the valedictorian. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's like he's told. You ever watch The Wire? Yes, he's totally Proposition Joe. Yes, he's like real smart. He's always hustling. Yeah. like he's got like he's always trying to make a deal. I was like, yo, did like I'm rewatching this again, and I'm like, did they did they get Proposition Joe from fucking Philip Finch and Wildcats? Basically, right? I just thought about that. I think you're right. I think they got Prop Joe from Philip Finch totally. and Wildcats. So he bets Chulo that he's that he's gonna knock himself out or he can't put a dent in the locker and Chulo goes for it, gives himself a concussion, he's out. They bring in Fitch as a defensive lineman, and he's like, I'm not gonna play unless you pay me, right? Which is, you know, way ahead of his time. <laughs> because, right, right. because now it'd be like, Yeah, I ain't gonna get this head injury just for yeah, you know just for high school glory. You better give me some ducats. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I know I'm only bringing in like maybe twenty five hundred dollars for the tickets at this thing. I should get some I cut should of that. Get something. Yeah, I should get something, right? So uh, they bring in Philip Fitch, and he plays a very important part in the and later on in the movie. So they start going on this win streak, right? And then they start becoming basically the school to beat or the yeah. school to fear because everybody's like, "Oh, that's just Central High." They have a weird amount of games that like seem to maybe end on the last play, but you can't tell that 100%. Is, that, yeah, it's always a thing. It's all like, Wesley Snipes for a touchdown. Bang! And then they yes. shoot the gun. It's like every game is won in the last minute. <laughs> yeah. So, betting odds, you're not really that far off if you bet against them. No. You're just always losing at the last minute. Yeah. Right? No. So I'm, it's I'm like, sure there's a couple of them where the other team at least covered. Yeah. Like, even if they lost, it's like, well, it was a last minute touchdown. But they, I, you know. yeah, they covered. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I still get my 500, right? Yeah. I still bet in high school games. Right? Why that much? I don't know. But, you know, 500. <laughs> I'm, if I'm betting, I'm going big or going home. So, so besides the last minute, you know, uh, last minute wins throughout the entire season, right? Right. Uh, you now have a pretty solid. She's she's developed a pretty solid team, and the coach from Prescott High, who denied her the job, is now pretty much running scared. Yeah, right. Yeah. So he uh, he he tells her like, "Hey, you know, we gave you this job because you're you're the laughing stock of football in Chicago." Um, even though she has a winning record. Yeah. Which is you know quite odd. How are you the laughing stock? Yeah, exactly. You're the laughing stock by being you know by winning all these games. So um, the the team has this goes to the part where uh, Compton talked about LL Cool J song. <laughs> they have now now mind you the backstory that's going on this whole time is that the ex husband disapproves of her uh, disapproves of her being a coach at Central High, and then. They win homecoming and they have the homecoming dance. Right, right. So the daughter, uh, the daughter of, of Goldie Hawn's character, she gets drunk at the Central High homecoming. Homecoming, yeah. and Wesley Snipes and his tons of fun girl decide that. So weird that they picked her as yeah, the girl. Yeah, like they picked this girl who you know, and and it, let's face it, she a freak. 
I like. Oh yeah, I'm it, sure. she's, she's 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 doing some. Yeah, especially by '86 standards, I'm sure she right. was doing some shit. That she's was doing like, some butt stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. She's letting Wesley get into that, right? Which, but back then would have been like, yo, yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Nowadays, like you, right? Like every girl is like, do you want to like know yeah, what? What? No. <laughs> I just took you to Chipotle. Yeah. <laughs> it's our first date. <laughs> To Tripoli. <laughs> I'm good. You got, I'm, I'm all right. You got extra peppers and shit. Yeah, no, right. I saw you packing the like the extra cilantro, <laughs> fucking <laughs> the extra gut mover. Like <laughs> it's just not gonna happen today. <laughs> so, so, um, so they take the girl home, right? They take the, the oldest daughter home, and the oldest daughter doesn't like the stepmom, so she calls the stepmom who. Is a character in Saturday Night Live. I can't remember what her name is. Yeah, I can't remember her name yeah. either. She's like, I think the, the actress passed away. Yeah, not yeah, too long not ago. Not too long ago, she did. And so uh, they just they call her and they're like, "Hey, get her on the phone. I'm gonna tell her how much of a bitch she is, or some shit like that." Right. So the dad kid's rushing over. The mom is like, "Where's my daughter?" And they're like, well, "Wesley Snipes' character took her over there." And what's fuck the fuck? Uh, Tremaine. They're like Tremaine took her home. Yeah. And they were like, oh, shit. So everybody's rushing back to the house to get there. And Fitch needs a ride, right? Because yeah. you know, Fitch is like, hey, I'll give you like 25 bucks to give me a ride. So he hops into Goldie Hawn's van, and they're driving back. And they get to the house. And, of course, Tremaine and his chick are making out on the, on the couch. And the girl is passed out upstairs, completely drunk. And the dad comes in and is like, what's going on? You know, these people are making out on my couch. And the Goldie Hawn's like, this is my house. And blah, 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 blah. And... She's like, you know, God damn it, if you, you know, if I was this, this, and that, I would knock you out. And Fitch is like, I do for 25 bucks. And yeah. the guy turns around, he goes, You shut your fat fucking mouth. And he fucking cold cocks him, boom, knocks him out. <laughs> now we're in court. Now we're in court. <laughs> it's perfect. Yeah, it's perfect. So now this becomes like the plot. Like she's now fighting this for is a kid. The plot yeah, now. she's fighting for kids. It, it ceases to be about football for like. This stretch of the movie, yeah, it's like totally about the kids. Yeah, exactly. It's about her losing her kids, her being a a single mom working a full time job, and she's gonna lose her kids because he wants her to 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 teach at some prep school. Yeah, and she's gonna teach jazzercise, which is a pretty funny scene. Yeah, um, that is funny. Yeah, because that, that she, part, yeah, we, we skipped over that, but that was a pretty funny scene. It's a pretty funny scene. She gets uh she gets tricked into being interviewed for this job, and there's a bunch of old ladies, and they're like, you know, we're we're excited about you teaching jazzercise, you know. Yeah. You know, dancing to jazz and like that old white ladies are, you know, like just discovered <laughs> that color folk play music. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so it's one of those scenes. It's a black, yeah. it's a black <laughs> yeah. yeah, She's like that. Goldie Hawn gets a, a good uh, whispered motherfucker, which yeah. you don't see too often. Because she loses re- her voice, so it's like, yeah. you motherfucker. Like yeah. that's basically what it comes off as. So uh, they, 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 go, they go to court. Goldie Hawn's lawyer is a friend of the family, also a football enthusiast. Yes. And everything he references is is totally just in in that realm. That's all he like fucking really knows. Yeah, yeah. He's and, just super football enthusiast. He's not a good lawyer at all. Not a, not for a <laughs> second is like he a good lawyer. Picked just the whole movie he's telling her like, "Ah, you know, like a bunch of shit just this is going to be fine. He can't do this. And like, he's just wrong about everything as it goes to this custody battle. And she just keeps trusting him inexplicably. He's like Chris Farley from the fucking, uh, from the bar, the Chicago fan. Yes. <laughs> he's yeah. Like, totally. He's basically that he's Chris Farley's character. And then there's like, Hey, you're going to be a lawyer. Yeah. <laughs> That's basically yeah. what he is. So they go to court. The football team shows up. 
of this course, scene yeah, is amazing. Of course, Wesley Snipes, you know, because he's just smooth, Mac Daddy Wesley Snipes, like the, you know. Yeah, we got to establish the whole movie. Wesley Snipes, so he has the the big girl, the, yeah, the big the biggish girl girlfriend that he's making out with at the house. Earlier in the movie, though, he's like basically tries to hit on Goldie Hawn, mm-hmm. and then apropos of like like so the, the team shows up and like. In like ninety nine percent, I love this about the movie. In ninety nine percent of movies, this would be the part where the team is like, you know what, she's taught us a lot. Yeah, and it yeah. would like work. And instead, like the quarterback McKelty Wilson was hustling earlier. He's like, yeah. well, she's cost me money because she made me go straight. <laughs> yeah, which isn't like the best argument. <laughs> yeah, and then like some other guy says, I forget, like Woody Harrelson's character says something, and then I think Chulo talks some shit to yeah. him. Yeah, he woke trip by. God damn it. Uh, you just said his name. Tremaine. What, no, oh, uh, Woody, uh, Woody Harrelson says, uh, he says, you know, you know, she's like a mother to us, and some yeah. of us don't have mothers, which is the very reverse because it's like some of us don't have fathers. It's usually the right. case. And they're like, nah, some of us, you know, don't have mothers. And then Chulo's like, yeah, if your mother wasn't around, it's like, man, shut up, Chulo. Yeah, like, he's like, like don't And <laughs> that scene is what reminded me. What is, we we got to do lean on me. I'd love oh, it. I'd love to see if we get a, we, we know this cat named Jeff. And uh-huh. Jeff would be great on, if we could like phone him in or if he comes into town or some shit. Mm-hmm. It just reminded me of the scene. Just I, I hate to diverse, and I know we're like no, 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 it's right. no, it's right, it's right, it's right. Fucking lean on me has a similar moment though, where like Mr. Clark is being held at the jail, and they're trying to fire yeah. him as the principal. And like it's the big scene where the students and everybody shows up, and they're <laughs> they're trying to be like, "Hey, Mr. Clark does this," and there's the chick who got knocked up by like the pretty boy <laughs> dude earlier in the movie. <laughs> And the pretty boy dude, though, is trying to make a, a, a salient point. Yeah. And he's like, Mr. Clark, <laughs> he's like, Mr. Clark believes in us. He gives us the right of our, and the He ch- don't believe in you because you don't take care of your responsibilities. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. I'm so glad you know. That's the exact quote. Oh, my God. Oh, my about, God. That is. I think you're talking to you. are talking to a pro. And it's like, yo, this is not the right time for that <laughs> shit. <laughs> We're trying to free Mr. Clark. Yo, and you want to bring up some personal shit. Because then immediately <laughs> afterward, immediately afterward, she she has the, the like she shut him down and yeah. she's like, Mr. Clark is like a father to us, and some of us have never had fathers. You don't know nothing about Mr. Clark. And she's like, immediately, she can't finish her sentence and shit. Like, hey, let the other mo- the other motherfucker was like all calm. Political sound in yeah, this shit. He's yeah. like, Mr. Clark is, and he's like smooth and shit, like about to have a convincing argument. <laughs> she shuts <laughs> him the down. fuck up, and right? then she can't even like keep it together for five more seconds. <laughs> like, fucking shut up. All right, it's, it's, yeah, it's bad. Handle pretty boy later, though. Fucking, all right, take his ass to court or something. Like, yeah, yeah, that's hilarious. That's so, so that's funny. what this scene reminded me of. Like, immediately, it's exactly like you so said. So, after, after oh, the team, God. like, comes together and fucking completely makes an ass of themselves, right? Wesley Snipes is like, hold on a second. And so, he starts walking up to the judge. Yes. And the bailiff goes and grabs him. He's like, and then his line is like, hold on, man, you get your turn in a minute. <laughs> like, <laughs> So he's like, he's like, you know, hold on. But he was like, listen, 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 your honor, you got this, you know, you got some chambers in the back or something like that. We can just go back and talk to you. Like he is straight hitting on the judge. Oh like, yeah, hard. I, I, 
He thinks he's going to charm the judge into fucking like making a favorable decision for his coach right? somehow. Like he's he truly thinks like we're going to go back. I'm going to bang it out, and then you're just going to give the you know. If this the, is how the court system. This works. is how the court system works. You know, we're bang it out. She's going to come back and be like. Goldie yeah. Hawn or Coach McGrath? Yep. You you got it. I judge in favor of the defendant. Go out there. You see me later. Yeah, you see, you're not going anywhere. Exactly. Well, you're the template. He winks and shit. Yeah. The credits roll up. So then at this point, Goldie Hawn gets scared, or Molly McGrath. We keep calling her Goldie Hawn. Her character's name is Molly, Molly McGrath. McGrath. Coach Molly McGrath. Yeah, Coach McGrath. So she gets scared and she's like, you know what? Stop. I don't want to lose my girls. And of course, the horrible lawyer's like, what are you doing? This is like fourth and 10. We're going to punch it into the yeah. end zone. And she's like, shut up. You know, I can't afford to lose my girls. So she decides in front of the entire team that she's going to quit her job. She's going to take the job at the prep school that her husband wants her to take so she doesn't lose her girls. So then they got one more game to play. They got the championship game. It's yeah. against Prescott, which is the school that wasn't going to hire or didn't hire her in the first place. And it's the big game, right? So this is it's, – it's like you're – nowadays, because I'm not sure – I didn't watch – I can't say that I saw a lot of sports movies before Wildcats. I imagine it's a it's a motif, but it is where the first part of the game they're getting their ass kicked. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so in this game, they're literally getting their ass kicked. Like you see people stepping on hands, getting kicked in the face. It's very physical, and yeah. they're just getting brutalized. And yeah. it's like it, it's it's like straight up like race war football <laughs> because the Prescott team is all white, entirely white, entirely white. Right. It just white. To the point of clan white. Like, it is, like, super white, right? Like, no, but they saw a black and brown kid walk up for administration. They were like, no. Nope. <laughs> like, not at this school. Sorry, sir. Yeah. Like, no, Sorry, sir. Yeah, my bad. Did I say sir? I meant yeah. boy. <laughs> yeah, get out of here, boy. Like, what the fuck? I'm his dad. Like, what the shit? I, I can't even register. I'm the mayor. <laughs> like, what the fuck? What the fuck? Yeah. This so, is Chicago, man. Jesus. Yeah. So... They start to play the game, and they're getting the shit. Like, like I said, literally getting the shit kicked out of them. There's, you know, there's a scene where a guy gets kicked in the nuts, like yeah. no cup on, nothing, just rag, ragged on in the nuts. So then they go to halftime, and all the fucking players' their heads are down. You know, it, it's a typical halftime. Like, man, we fucking lose this game. A bunch of fucking honkies, pieces of shit. <laughs> Fuck these guys, man. Like, you know, white man gonna win again. And then Goldie Hawn is like putting up on the board, like, you got to cover the defensive end. And when the running back comes out, you got to do a slant and tackle. And then it's like she turns around because she's, you know, she stops talking and she's like, oh, everybody's down. Like that yeah. moment, right? Wait, why is everybody down? Like, what's wrong with y'all? Y'all going to quit? And then the player that was like, why don't you bring us a real coach? Yeah. He's like, well, you quit. Yeah. And she's like, oh. You know, it kind of revelation, yeah, moment. revelation moment that's all of three seconds long. And she leaves the locker room, runs, walks up to the now. This is the biggest high school stadium I've ever encountered because <laughs> they got a legit like hallway, like yeah. NFL yeah. style hallway it's, to the bleachers, yeah, right. Like my high school, you walked out of the gym and then basically turned yeah. around and boom, there with the, the field. yeah, you're on the field, right? So she walks up and she's like, Frank, Frank. I would take you all the way to the Supreme Court for my kit. First off, Supreme Court is not going to accept your case. No, that, that's what I heard too. Like she was like, "I'm going to take you to the Supreme Court." So Frank, the the, the ex husband, he's he's at the game. Yeah. Because the only reason why he's at the game is because he uh, apparently felt bad, like in the immediate for for reasons that don't really jive with everything that's happened prior to this. Just right. Immediately, just doesn't a 180 in the courtroom. 
at the very end. I would. That's what. That's what he says in the courtroom. Like, I'll take the girls to the game. Yeah, he's like, I'll take the girls to the game because he starts after the decision. He he looks like he starts to feel bad. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh no, what have I done? She's she's upset now. She's been upset the whole movie, but for some reason, with it happening in court, that just drives me over the the edge. Yeah, so it's like I'll take oh. the girls to the game because the last game, whatever. So he that's the only reason why he's there. And she, yeah, she storms up the hall and she's like, I will take, I'll fight. I'm not going to quit. I'm going to fight for my girls. So the whole movie, like, it's been like this vague idea of her, like, never standing up to him. Even though, like, we don't really see, like, every time we see her versus him, they're always arguing. So I don't understand why it's like she never stood up to him. But anyway, apparently that's how their marriage was. But now she's like, I'm going to, like, do this because I want to stay at this school. So I'm going to keep my job. I'm going to fight for these girls, fight for my girls. Even if I have to take you to the Supreme Court, which, like you said, I don't even think that that would get to, like... The state supreme court, much yeah. Let alone like <laughs> much less. You're going to family court. court, yeah. You're going to family court on a Thursday, like yeah. you're, you're, not, be, you're not. You're going to be on the people's court, <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're gonna be right? in front of Judge Watt, so, like doom, 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 doom. Yeah, exactly. So, so you got that whole that whole situation. She goes up there, and then there's the toothless lady, the toothless lady in the stands, <laughs> and they're like, you know, Frank, I, I, I don't want to see, you know, I don't want to show our girls that I'm a quitter. And you need to give me my kids. And this random black lady with no teeth is like, yeah, Frank, give her her kids. And I was yes. like, like, listen, bitch, fuck you. <laughs> like, you don't know the situation. <laughs> you don't know. She's a fucking crackhead. Yeah, she's a crackhead. She was begging Tremaine just right now. She had a whole orgy back there right now. She stabbed our daughter. Oh, shit. Sorry, Frank. <laughs> Sorry, Frank. Keep your kids. So, so Frank is like, so she, you know. Tells him I'm gonna take you to the Supreme Court, and he's just like, okay, okay, you know, I don't want to. Like, apparently, he's afraid of the Supreme Court or just yeah, dumb, something. stupid of the judicial system. Doesn't realize it's not not gonna go there. So, <laughs> so he fucking is like, okay, and then she threatens him with, you better cheer in the third or fourth quarter. Yeah, and he's just like, okay, I'll cheer. You know, it's like that typical '80s part of the movie where yeah. it's like, you know, you, you oh, okay, okay, I'm I'm afraid of you. Whatever you know, you, whatever you say, you found strength, and now I'm afraid. You know, so it's like. <laughs> So, <laughs> so they go back out there and of course they start playing the game of the century and they start coming back from the fact that they were down like 21 to zero, some bullshit like that. And then there's Fitch and Fitch again is a hustler, yeah, right? He's prop Joe. He is prop Joe to the point, And this is the part that always gets me during the first half of the game. First two quarters, I'm not sure if it's first quarter, second quarter. He literally walks around the field to the opposing team. Oh, no. It was in the third quarter. It was in the third quarter. Yes. So he walks around the field, leaves his team area with his black and gray jersey on, walks all the way around the field. he's huge. He is huge. You cannot miss him at all. He was definitely winded when he got to the other side of the field. So he walks up and Weaves his way through the red and white jerseys of the opposing team. They let's let him through. Yeah, first nobody off. stops him. Nobody stops him and stands right next to the coach and is like, "What's up?" Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. And now, of course, the coach, typical '80s villain, is like, "You know, who's this guy? Get him out of here! You know, get him out of here!" And he's like, "She, he's like, you know, oh, you ain't got to worry about me. I won't play unless they pay me." And so he's just like, "Oh, get out of here!" Blah blah blah. 
And he was like, you know, you're getting your butt whooped out there. And he keeps on, like, digging at the coach. And finally the coach loses it, and he turns around. And he says, I think he says, get the fuck out of my face, you fat fuck, or something, yeah, like, something that. like that. Yeah, fat fuck was definitely the last that, thing that, that, that he always, said. That's always, like, the, the, the tipping point for, yeah. for Fitch. Yeah. So Fitch is like, oh. So he walks all the way back yes. to the other side of the fucking. Meanwhile, nobody notices that he's walked the Nobody's entire. Seen him over there. He's... Yeah. Like, He's like talking, like, <laughs> like you said, standing right next to the head coach of the opposing team. On the sideline. In a in a jersey that doesn't match their team shit at all. Doesn't blend he's in, enormous. period. He's He's not just fat. He's tall. Mm-hmm. So he's like an enormous fucking dude that like, like six foot four, five hundred, you know, four hundred fifty, five hundred pounds. He's like, like towering over everybody over there, like, and nobody's like, "Hey, what the fuck? Why is why yeah? Is, why is Fitcher like something? Something's amiss. Something's not right." So yeah, so he walks all the way back across, and then proceeds to try to, you know, he tells Goldie or he tells Coach McGrath, "Hey, you know, bring in, you know, let put me in the game. Yeah, put me in the game." And she's like, "Fitch, sit down, sit down." So he goes into his pants. Apparently, he just carries around carries money in his, his right, fucking right junk. his junk, right? Yeah. Here's my junk money, coach. Put me in the game. And she's like, God damn it, Fitch, keep your money. So finally, they're down to it's like fourth and, you know, they're fourth and goal. They need to, uh, they, or they need to stop a field goal. They need to stop a field goal. They got yeah. to stop a field goal. The game's tied, I think. Yeah. Uh, Prescott's going to kick a field goal to win the game. To win the game. On, they got, on the last play. And they have to block the field goal. So yeah. they're like, you know. You know, we need somebody in there and, like, put me in, coach. And so they send Fitch in. Now, remember, Fitch is 6'4", 450 pounds, has no athletic ability whatsoever. None. None. But they put him into the game. And as they put him into the game, Prescott tries to kick a field goal. Apparently, Fitch has a six-foot vertical. He's he's jumping forever. Yeah. He's got, like, the slow-motion Ferris Bueller jumped off the trampoline when he's trying to get home jump. Right, and just gut showing everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, the jersey not big enough to cover the gut, so gut just going everywhere. So he blocks it. Uh, Lavander picks it up. I think Lavander. Yeah, yeah. Lavander picks it. Yeah, because for some reason... Lavender's just—he's on—he's on the—he's on the, he's on the uh, field goal defense team. Yeah, your starting quarterback on the quarterback. field goal defense team. Which I mean, like, look—I I went to a relatively—I went to a very big high school at the time. So uh-huh. maybe that, like, it's just like something. Not, not at that high school. My high school there was. Well, my high school they played both ways. Okay, but but the quarterback did not. See, that's my thing. Yeah, like, even for the schools that I've been to that were like smaller, like the quarterback still didn't mm-hmm. like fucking. Not, not the quarterback. And our quarterback, people. our high school quarterback was decent. He was a good quarterback for a high school quarterback, yeah. so he definitely wasn't playing both yeah, ways. exactly. Right? Lavander's not going to be playing both ways. Risk him getting injured on a random yeah. fucking field goal block. And then it's the same music for every time that they do like a last-minute touchdown. Yeah. And then so, of course, Lavander picks it up. He has this huge stride, so it takes him like three steps to get into the end zone. Yeah. So he gets into the end zone, and of course, it's the last second of the game. It's the last, last, yeah. And they shoot the, and all the games end with that stupid starter gun. Yeah, right. Every single one of them. Apparently, coaches don't have whistles, or the referees don't have whistles. It's just a constant fucking gunfire going off between plays and shit. (laughs) Like, and everybody's like, "What?" He was like, "Offsides, offense." (laughs) Why do you keep shooting that gun? Jesus. Yeah, get a whistle. So uh, they shoot the gun, goes off. That's the end of the movie. Um, that's how the movie ends. The movie ends. They win the the city championship. Yeah, this, and so it, it's it's uh, the, the coach at the end. You know, tries to say that. Oh uh, yes, 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 yes. Fucking Fitch was paid off because he's kind of see he sees Gold or McGrath 
rejecting Fitch's attempt to pay her and like interprets it as oh he's getting paid he's off. getting paid right so he like goes to this whole thing where he literally tries to search Fitch's jock for the money he's like, right I know it's in there somewhere and Fitch like body slams him basically yeah into the pile of random mud mud. And, and it, like, it, totally ends on, like, a weird, like, yeah. kitty movie. You know, him pouting and doing the temper yes. tantrum on the floor. He's a grown-ass man. What, yeah. What movie? Like, why did this turn P? Like, that's totally the PG ending of a movie. Right. To a rated R movie on top yes, of that. To a, a movie super- where you saw Goldie Hawn's titty in the movie. You saw, like, Goldie Hawn's tits. You saw, like, a whole football team's collective asses. Yeah. Like, there's just, like, the, the there's nothing in the movie about this that's, like, rated, like, any kind of appropriate for kids. And, right. Like, all of a sudden, they're like, yeah, just in case for the kids in the audience. Kid ending. Yeah, yeah kid ending. Kid ending. So then the movie ends, and then and that's that. So overall, I, when I grew up, or, or when I first saw this movie when I was younger, I was like, it's an entertaining movie. Had it not stopped being entertaining up till now? No. it's. I, I Honestly, I, I, I rewatched it, and I was like, this is kind of better than yeah. I even remember. Yeah. Because like, honestly, like as, as much of the goofy shit as we make fun of, but especially by sports movie standards, for one thing... The football is actually kind of decent, right? By like sports movie standards, like most football movies I've seen, like the football is kind of terrible. The football itself, the scenes of them playing football, is always like they're doing too much. Yeah, is ridiculous, unrealistic shit, right? And even if you're if you're gonna go unrealistic, like I like the Water Boy because if you're gonna go unrealistic, go at like dumb hard hits yeah. that look like some video game techno bullshit. Yeah, gotcha, gotcha. Like, but this is like regular tackling, you know? It this, yeah, like they just literally were like, "Hey, we're just gonna you guys want to play football? We're just yeah. gonna film that. We're gonna film a football game. We're gonna film a football yeah. game." It's and like somebody was like, "Hey, run a twenty three dive," and they're like, "Yeah, yeah okay." And yeah, they're like, "Hey, run just... a twenty three dive this time, but let them score." I'm like, okay, yeah, we're gonna film it, that. It's like some of the most realistic football. Ever. Yeah. And so I was just like, wow, like okay, they paid attention to that. And just like, even though I thought that the plot, I thought that the stuff with the kids in the plot was like kind of derailed because it's a football movie. And then, like you said, like at a certain point, the movie becomes about keeping her kids. And yeah. It's kind of like, yeah. what the fuck am I watching now? Like, but it still maintains like a certain sense of humor. You can laugh at the shit that like is just goofy. Yeah. Just the 80s goofy shit. There's also just some like generally good jokes, like just yeah. There's definitely good jokes that are written in. There's there's definitely like fart and poop, uh, fart and poop humor in yeah, there. Yeah, like it's it's and got it's like what's well, like what high school kids would do. You know yeah. what I mean? Like you know in the, in the locker room or whatever. Minus the fucking collective junk showing to the t- to the to the female <laughs> to coach, the female coach. Um, you know things of that nature. They they overall. It, like I said, overall, it's an entertaining movie. It's not going to win any, you know, it's not going to be like, hey, it's a cult classic. You know, every football team should watch this movie. But it, it's entertaining because it is an 80s movie, and most 80s movies are entertaining on whatever level you want to look at it at. Yeah. It has that, you know, women can't do it, women does it vibe. Yeah. And then it has the sexist, you know, guys trying to bang her and reject her at the same time, you know, yeah, like, yeah. you know, do or demoralize her and, you know, and demeanor. And then, you know, like, well, we can still bang, though. You know, it's the type of yeah, situation. Exactly. So, but uh, I I thoroughly enjoy that movie. Um, it is a movie that I watch over and over again. So I, I didn't go ten years without watching it. I think the last time I watched it was like maybe like three months ago. It is I in I, like rewatching it also like fucking Wesley Snipes for that being his first movie role is fucking like lights out. Yeah, it, like, there's there is a reason why he became a star after yes, that. You because, can totally see that. Yeah, because he, he like, owned that. He, he owned that fucking, role. Yeah, it, like for like was kind of a a secondary, not kind of. It's 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 not a main major main part. I mean, he, he's a big part of the movie, but like, it's not like it's his movie, but it's fucking his movie. Yeah, like yeah. he's fucking like killing it. Anytime he's on screen, he's hilarious. 
he, it's like he really thinks he's Tremaine. Yeah. Like, he's, like, totally committed there to There should be, shit. like, a follow-up to that movie, like, Tremaine that gets a yes. scholarship and goes to school. <laughs> trying to bang it. But it doesn't, he doesn't go to, a, like, a Division One. He goes into, like, a Division, like, four. Or, or, or yeah. yeah, just, like, a lower. Just, like, one of the, yeah, the yeah. lowest levels. He's trying to bang everything. But yeah. you could totally see why he was like, oh, shit, we got to get this guy in Major League. We got to get him in all this other shit. Like, Wesley Snipes, like, what are these, like, we might just do, like, a career retrospective on Wesley Snipes. On Wesley Snipes, Snipes like, is, yeah. Because, yeah. like, he's had the weirdest fucking, he's had one of the weirdest game. lives slash careers. Yeah, yeah. It, you know, you go from... Wildcats, white man can't jump to fucking passenger fifty seven to blade, blade to, to prison, <laughs> yeah, to prison tax evasion, yeah, you know, pay your taxes, man. man. Shit, god damn it, pay attention to your shit. So anyway, uh, we hope that you guys enjoyed the show. Um, this will be, you know, hopefully one of many. Uh, this this one. I don't think it ran long. It's like an hour and a half that we're going on. But it's not bad. bad. It's not bad. So hopefully we're entertaining throughout the entire thing. And and if you get a chance, go and watch Wildcats. Absolutely. And that way you can enjoy kind of our banter behind the movie and kind of think about what we've been talking about. And you'll see the ridiculousness of some of the scenes and some of the situations that go on there. I believe that the next movie that we're going to do is Raw Heat or was it? Red Heat. Red Heat with Arnold Schwarzenegger, Raw Heat. Yes. Nothing Raw Deal. Raw Deal. Yeah, yeah Raw Deal. They're like same, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Almost the same thing. Almost the same movie. So I need to catch up on that movie because I haven't seen that movie in years. Like to the point where I watched a two-minute clip on YouTube where it was called like loading his weapons or something like that. And it's basically a scene of him like taking guns out of a duffel bag, putting a clip in it and then putting them in a suitcase. Yes. <laughs> like, yes. That's the whole scene. It's that kind so of movie. I was like, Oh, I, I definitely got to see this movie. So, um, on that note, uh, I'm Alex, Johnny Compton. And this is, uh, so you think you're a movie critic and we're out. Thanks y'all for listening.
As soon as it can, we're just kicking it, kicking it around, my man. It's the sport of kings, better than nothing,